0: Welcome back to Tin Street Hooligans. <laughs> I'm your host, John. I am joined by the other fellow hooligans from Texas, Mr. Coach from the Cardinals. How you doing? What's up?
1: How y'all doing? Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that that's what I got. I'm sorry. That, I I'm like I don't even know where I'm at right now.
0: <laughs> uh, you're enjoying. You're in the 1950s drinking a glass Coke bottle, dude. Yeah, oh, man. On, only slightly
2: creepy. <laughs> Writer for Cardsphere, Mr. Johnny Slivers. Hello. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Lugnut Show. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say our, our uh
0: our intro game is kind of on the lower side, but Johnny just kind of cleaned it up. And for the very first time, I guess planes walking in. Sure, we'll do it like that. Planes walking in from Canada. I love Canada and everyone from it. Uh Mr. Josh, the His Majesty, the King and Jake himself. Hey. Oh, wait, no, I gotta <laughs> say my thing. It's hello, hello, hello.
2: Yes. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh Yeah, Johnny <laughs> saved
0: it, and then oh, Josh screwed it up. It's okay. Ruiner. Ruined it.
2: Thanks the, for coming over. sir. No, the, no problem. The, the fans aren't mad. They're just disappointed. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> it's true. Oh, That's man. A, you're a dad, aren't you? That's yeah. That's a very yeah. parental
3: line. I, I got Coach my, is I a got dad of nuggets. On.
1: Yeah, hey, my <laughs> wife.
0: Yeah, right. About right there. Mmm, nuggets.
1: Mm. Mmm.
0: All right, the chat is already kicking. We already got the usual barflies in. Young Mage, uh, Eric, Man Cave is here it's tim bister trap is here all uh, warlord hank everybody is here ready to hear Jesus us talk Christ. about stuff stuff and things but before we do that i want to tell you why this uh, show is even happening and that's cuz of cardsfear.com that's right if you have the paper magic cards you want to buy some you want to trade some you want to sell some online Paper magic only go to Cardsphere.com. That's right, Cardsphere.com for all your paper magic needs. Uh, I myself, as well as Mr. Johnny Slivers, are a big fan of Cardsphere. Yeah, they—they're they're good. They're good people. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: uh, all right, Dean, Dean's here in the chat also, Mr. Cody from Fishcast, and u is here. Coach, I'm sorry, I'm selling you short, you do like Cardsphere as well.
1: Yeah, um, I really do. I mean, they're, I, you know, writing that article and getting a free hat from Ted, I mean, that was, that was pretty badass, so uh, yeah, I totally like them.
0: Awesome. <laughs> uh, Trapexium uh, said, uh, Wedge and Abby send their best. Okay, I'll take your word for it. What?
3: How nice of them. Oh, <laughs>
0: dirty. Perfect. Uh, yes. So if you, if anyone's tuning in from Man Cave, MT, uh, Man Cave TV, I keep saying MTG. It just rolls off the tongue better. But it, it's kind of become kind of like the the Tonight Show, uh, it, you know, with the late – we're kind of the late show version of that. Uh, what When Eric's not being a dick and trying to, you know, have my co-hosts on at the exact same time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was a great show. I mean, it was absolutely <laughs> beautiful. I mean, Eric was on point with his questions.
2: So. That's, a, that's okay. So this is what will happen. We just, we get him on here. Then we roast him proper. We'll be even. It'll be fine. We'll we'll schedule him for one of his time slots to be here. And that'll, that'll do it. There that's you go. Right. Yeah. You could fucking keep him, Eric. Take them all. I
0: else. have Josh now. Yeah. <laughs> this,
3: this is really surreal. Like I'm watching the screen. I'm like, oh shit! I'm on this. I gotta talk. (laughs) I think think I'm just watching a tin street. I'm surprised I haven't started picking
0: my nose or scratching my ass yet. Well, please do. (laughs) It's only the highest caliber of stuff here. Uh, but let's kind of go down the line. Does everyone have a special? We already know Coach's special guest tonight, but you want to talk about it a little bit? My special guest? I mean.
1: Nuggets and Whataburger spicy ketchup. I mean, dude, I'm freaking hungry. I'm starving right now. I'm like, I put like 25 nuggets on my plate and warmed up like five minutes, and mm. oh, by the way, we're like big fans in Texas of Mexican Coke. So if you see that, there we go. It goes, it goes great with chicken nuggets, and yeah, I mean, that's what that's what I'm doing. I mean, y'all just drink. I like have a feast over at my place. That's
2: wonderful. Is is it? Uh, is it specifically from mexico like is there something is there something different about the coke recipe for it mexico has, more, it has like West? more
1: it has like more sugar i think or more natural like, sugar yes yeah something like that
2: as opposed to that high fructose corn syrup mm. that, us,
0: that us americans like america,
2: <laughs> Mur, america. Uh, uh how old are
3: your nuggets coach because you said you got them up
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, well
1: because i buy them from h-e-b so I buy them from the grocery store, so they're they're like frozen. So I like
0: warm them up. Wait, 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 wait. So the nuggets are are frozen, but the ketchup is what you got from the fast food establishment. No, 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 no. They sell them
1: at H E B. They sell it at the grocery store. Whataburger has a deal with H E B to sell Whataburger stuff. So like you can buy Whataburger fries, Whataburger ketchup, Whataburger ranch, mayonnaise. Like they, you can get all the condiments at the grocery store. They have like an exclusive contract with them.
2: Uh, and all this stuff? time i thought we're talking about mcdonald's um i i feel oh. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh man
0: all right uh johnny who do you got with you or what do you got with you
2: oh uh, i've got long trail i'm still working through that case so you know long trail ale nice staple tried and true
0: okay uh is that a stout or is it an ipa give us
2: something here, uh, come on oh, literally just ale long trail oh, ale. long literally. trail ale all right not an ipa nothing it's just a straight up ale Mr. The King? Mr. The King.
3: Uh, I am drinking Laker Ice. It is proudly brewed in Ontario. It's a beer, or bière, if you're French. Oh. And it's uh, 5.5% alcohol. Um, piss yellow in color. <laughs> and
0: uh, <laughs> tastes like a beer. But it's in a mason jar, so you get extra points uh, for it. I'm drinking it out of an old peach jar. Oh man, that is th- so it's not even it wasn't even like a receptacle. That's literally like a jar of stuff from your fridge and you just turn it into a beer.
3: Oh yeah, pretty much. I broke all the glasses in my house.
0: So we'll <laughs> <laughs> get uh, that story later. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I uh gentlemen am back on the sauce. I got some beer. I got the bodhisattva from uh, Georgetown Brewing. This is a Seattle beer. Everyone will not shut... There. If you live in the Seattle area and you like beer, people do not shut up about two beers. And one of them is Mac and Jack's. Mac and Jack is an African, I don't know, amber. It's kind of like a red. It's the most boring thing I've ever had in my life. Uh, so I probably just lost all my 10 subscribers saying yep. that. But uh, Bodhi Zaffa, I guess, is just incredible stuff. So I'm so happy... To be back not drinking wine or just straight up scotch or hard liquor tonight i'm back on the beer train so i'll tell you how this bad boy goes this is an ipa 6.9 percent got six of them uh by me so i will probably be breaking things like josh uh momentarily so Lahayam uh yostrovia gentlemen
1: deck text just Ooh. said uh i'm drinking the blood of my enemies like a
2: true gruel." and young mages on the carolina sweet tea hell yeah <laughs> Oh, What's the chat drinking, Mm-mm. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean Eric
3: is probably taking a piss. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, he, oh, this is good. Oh, this is good. It's a nice IPA. Uh, Eric would hate it. Um, Yeah. So Johnny, do you got all this stuff pulled up for our, our continuation of our charity this month?
2: Yes, I do. Let me go pull that a bit, do the magical technical click the buttons and there we go. All right. You got it? we there? All right. It it is the Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance. This is the charity that we are pushing and promoting this this month. So, this is the website. Uh, It's a very long website. So, we can go through, I'll go back through and see if I can find the Twitter page. Uh, Twitter, there you go. This is the easier one to find the DBSA Twitter page. This is where you can go to get back to the website. Um, But they are focusing on all things related to mental health. And uh, let's go back. Yeah, go where are we at. There we are. So, you have your crisis alert hotlines and everything you need for that. Donation page here. All the questions, all the answers to those questions. Newsletter sign up. So yeah, this is whether it, whether you yourself are dealing with any kind of mental illness or any kind of you know emotional trauma or stress. This is a place that you can go for a resource. Or if you know somebody or you know have a family or a friend that's dealing with something like that. You know, this is another resource to go to, even if it's not just for you personally, but to help somebody else. This is a great resource. By all means, check them out. This is the charity we're promoting. And uh, if you're feeling like giving, uh, take that $5 for a booster pack and send it their way instead. There it is DBSA, Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance.
0: Perfect. Awesome stuff. And again, we're kind of dual spearheading this thing with Spencer Howland from um, the. Oh my God. Critical. Uh, Oh my God. What's the name of his show? The Bears hit you, John. Ah, it's at 6.9. No, (laughs) I'm already being rat razzed by, by Eric in the, in the chat for only it being a 6.9, but I have six of them, sir. Uh, no, constructive criticism. Uh, we're kind of spearheading this uh, jointly. We'll probably, we'll probably switch up maybe uh, next time in October. Maybe we'll keep this. But it is a great thing to focus on. Mental health awareness is always something that is very important. So before we kind of jump into the main topics this week, uh, we'll do kind of like a little hive mind. Just if anyone doesn't know uh, King and Jank, Mr. Josh, kind of tell everyone a little bit about your channel and what you what you do. Oh,
3: shit. Uh, <laughs> I, oh, I, I get to talk now. Oh, fuck. I thought I was watching.
0: Um, you already did that
3: joke. I, I know. I'm running. <laughs> out. Uh, I just make shitty deck techs with janky cards. And uh, I open some packs. Sometime my girlfriend opts on and helps. Me. And I haven't uploaded a video in like a month. And I'm just really bad at it. I'm all 20 subscribers, Blaze It. And, uh, yeah, that's about it.
2: So go Thank
0: subscribe, you, and, you know. <laughs> through, you know. Even,
2: he even has the potato going. It's great. that You know what? You were right on flavor. There you go. That was wonderful. Uh.
0: Well, you, you did make our <laughs> list, sir. I mean, you sell yourself short because if you like – Uh, You know, just deck techs in general, he puts a great spin on it. Everything is super hilarious. Uh, The editing is is pretty clean, and the decks are nice and janky. So he's selling himself short. Like, if you don't know about Josh's channel, King of Jake, please go over and subscribe and share it around because we all need each other in this game, right? Thanks for having my back there, John. Mm -hmm. i sure was fucked, didn't
1: it? We got got you for for
3: the time being, at least. For the time being. It's intimidation. I'm with Coach. He has f- over 5K subs, quality content. Yeah, that'll mean don't, that don't shit. He has 700 subs, pillar of the MTG community. And I'm with Slivers, who has a really cool hat. And
2: I love how that's scaling down rapidly. For sure, yeah.
0: You, you got coach. He's got five grand. Johnny's got six, almost seven. And Johnny's got a great hat. Was he great. does the thing.
2: He's somewhere. He trolls oh. around Twitter and gets banned from Reddit. You know.
3: Yeah. I'm
2: not gonna lie, I miss your channel slivers. Oh. I, I, well, well, I guess I need to. I've been I've been brainstorming on something to. I want to do something, and now that we've been working with Hang Google Hangout, and John's given me kind of like the breakdown of how to put that onto YouTube. That was the biggest thing. I didn't have a simple format to work with. Like on my MacBook Pro, it was really dummy down and simple for people to just be like, record, quick edit, go. And then when I got into a gaming PC, it was, I didn't have the programming and I didn't have the time. So I needed something quick and easy and this has become quick and easy. So I'm going to try doing something with Hangouts soon. I don't know. I'm thinking of a show name and I don't know what it's going to be.
0: All right. So So you could, you don't have to miss them for long.
2: Hopefully soon. Um, All
0: right. So let's talk. Let's kind of dive into kind of topic one. Uh, I like to talk about kind of because I know like 80% of people that watch uh, this show are content creators, fellow content creators. And I always like to kind of put a spotlight on that, not just magic. But of course, you know, we are a magic podcast. So this is very relevant to what we're talking about. And that's, uh, I want to talk about Reddit. Uh, Reddit was the final frontier for me as far as social media goes. Um, you know, like everyone, I'm super old. I started with MySpace, that kind of died down. Then you go to Facebook, natural progression to Instagram, so on and so forth. I, for the longest time, I even said I'm not even touching Twitter because I thought that was ridiculous. Cause I'm like, where's the pictures? Little did I know I could put little gifts on there and now Twitter is my favorite thing ever reddit has absolutely zero appeal to me i don't really uh enjoy going on those kind of forums it's kind of like a tumblr or like kind of like one of those aminos but just not aesthetically pleasing at all and from what i heard people scared the shit out of me saying that it's just the breeding ground of just visceral hatred and it's like why put myself out there just to automatically get shit on it's just I, you know, let, we do this, but it's fun when people shut on us because it, they should, because we're crazy and blah 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 blah. But when when it's just like you know, just typing, it's it's just like it's like having a pager. It's like text messaging someone and, and just getting yelled at through a text message doesn't seem very appealing. However, it's kind of a necessary evil. When in kind of the grand scheme of things, if you're trying to grow your brand and grow your channel. So I kind of jumped into the deep end with Reddit and I have been posting things. And so this kind of segment is just us talking about does Reddit really help? And, you know, at first I I put some posts on Reddit and, you know, it was just like links and I saw that they would go thousands, you know, like 2000 views and stuff. But has that really translated into bringing people over for subscribers and views on the YouTube channel? I don't know. So I did a little thing the other day uh, coach uh, put out his top 100 video and it was it was all completed. it was it was you know he released it in segments and then he just released it as kind of a, a, almost a feature length video. So I, I put it up on, on the Reddits. Sir, do you know what how many views that thing has gotten now?
1: I could actually let me pull up the stats because how do you remember how much it got to like what it
0: peaked at right now it's at I I think I believe it's at 8.8 uh thousand views and that's just I have zero followers on Reddit I am brand new to the game I think it's 8.8 thousand views does did that and that happened when did we post that
1: oh uh, oh I don't remember um, okay, my external sources. So it says my traffic type that my external sources are 29%. Um, Reddit was 77% of that 29%. Whoa. Uh, oh. And that was when it was marked at 1,900 views. Um. So Reddit did a did a decent, a fairly decent amount. So let's see if that was 29, let's just say 30% just to make it easy. Um, that is almost 600 views and about 450 views of that came from Reddit. I would say like just doing some quick math, just do some quick estimations. So I would say 450 views from Reddit for that. But if that's in the case of like the 8,000, 9,000 range, you're talking about four to 5% from these numbers. From numbers that I just did on the fly, so about four to five percent, which is a—it's not, you know, it's not a lot, but with me like four hundred fifty views, that's a pretty good amount, like just from one source.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I, I put on things like I put on the the latest Hive Mind episode uh, with Cody from Fishing. Yeah. There and it's already hit two point two thousand, uh, and and we just did that one on Monday night. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I can only maybe equate 30 views to it. Yeah. So, you know, and it's coming from the same source. Like I said, think, put that in retrospective, you know, 2.2 thousand, you know, it, it's, it's not a lot, but people viewed it that many times and it's just a link and it's only gotten maybe 30 views or so. So it's strange. I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I know, Johnny, you just
2: can't not stand Reddit. I'm. I have. I have mixed feelings on Reddit at this point, point. and I, that whole. I did. I did a roasting post on that one, the Coaches 100, um, and it got me a seven day ban from Reddit because of what I posted. So actually, what we're gonna do is I'm gonna bring that up because I thought it was hilarious. But I. I actually kind of. I. I liked how it was handled, personally. Uh, go no no Reddit where. No, is it? Go.
1: I still think you're an asside for for shit talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that was just that was, I thought we were friends now now you're just making me question my friendship with you.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so let's get into this. All right. So I I had made this kind of roasting I there was this is part roast and busting busting coaches chops but like, he does a great job and naturally I'm not going to like not I wouldn't do this unless I run it by him and show him and they you know I got the green light for this. So Yeah. Part of it was a roast, but it was also kind of this thought experiment because uh, Rudy had posted, Rudy from Alpha Investments, he did his 150000 questionnaire kind of thing. And and one of the things he mentioned is on Reddit, it seemed like negative comments about his channel would stay up, but anything positive would get shut down or blocked or just deleted entirely. I don't know how true that is, but it piqued my curiosity. So I went and put in kind of over-the-top post here, and I'm going to bring it up, and I'll show you. Here's the comment. Mm -hmm. So... Are you kidding me? Who's buying this crap? I don't know where this clown is coming up with these numbers, but I know. Wait. Sniff, sniff. Yep, I smell bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way this is a top-ranked fetch. I bet this coach schmuck is one of those floppy taco cadets helping feed that sleazeball greed machine over at alpha Investments. You've been warned. Do not buy from this source. So uh, uh, That's even
1: worse than what I imagined. This is said floppy taco. A floppy taco, <laughs> a floppy so, taco cadet.
2: So this Not is the a
1: high-ranking floppy taco officer, <laughs> right?
2: And that's when I only had one actual karma point So, you know, I'm just this guy showing up. I they didn't have any problem dropping a ban hammer on me But in the messages I did get so the mod messaged me or at least I got a heads-up like this is what they What they send here in my messages like you get the seven-day ban they give you the heads-up they point out the rule regardless of how I feel about the rule, I did appreciate the fact that they, they bring this to your attention. They're like, if you mess up on a rule, Reddit shows you it's like, here's the rule for this form. And that's just the MTG subreddit. So that's what's going on. They have a series of rules. I'm sure I haven't looked at them. They showed me this one and I'm sure there's more. And at some point, when I get more involved with Reddit over time, I'll, I'll go and check them out and make sure that I don't cross those lines. Usually, I'm not going to be acting like a kind of cantankerous asshat here. So, that's not my MO. But I was, we wanted to see what happened. We spun the wheel. This is what happened. So, it was a pretty, I either, one of three things happened, I think. Either the mod saw what I was doing was just this flamboyant, over the top, being obnoxious kind of thing and didn't outright delete it entirely. Maybe they figured that I, this is, this is clearly, I could have used worse C words. Let's say that. So, Definitely, you know, there are at least two I can think of that people don't like out there. And I'm not going to, I'm going to call Coach a clown because he's a friend. Yeah, that's what we do. But ultimately... (laughs) That's how we roll (laughs) this. I thought
0: you were going to say it, man. I thought you were going to say it. I was like, don't say it. No,
2: no, no, I'm not going to say it. But um, (laughs) I'm not going to say the thing. (laughs) It's a trap. Anyway, so, all right. So there's this is what my Reddit experience was like. I'm gonna eat the seven days, I'm not worried about it, I get it, you know, and some of the comments, and it's funny because I went back through and like people are commenting on it and I upvoted everyone's comment on that. I didn't care, I, I even upvoted the mod. So I hope that sends it a little kind of a signals like this is nothing to worry about kind of thing. I don't know, it's text form. But the thing is, the responses to it were, you got some of these responses, you don't get context. This is a great example of understanding that a text format doesn't give you context. So this is where you can see, uh, let's see, uh, how holy cow. I wish I was in my all of this stuff right here. I like this one, Dan, talk about taking the troll out of vitriol. I, I like that one. So, but you know, you don't get the whole picture here. Like I'm going in with this as a joke and people are clearly taking this as vitriol. So it's a great example of what happens when you don't have the full picture and text format is one of those things where you don't, you don't know, you never really actually know what's going on behind the keyboard. So it's, this is where it's important to take a step back, Reddit mods do their thing. And they were on me in like, within 20 minutes, I got they they dropped the band hammer on me like that. So either a word, I want some key phrase I put in there, put a flag on it, and it was brought to someone's attention, they just did it right there. And then. Who knows? It's a thing. So that that's kind of like as far as Reddit goes, I know I hear a lot of this idea that there's this arbitrary enforcement of rules and policies. And I don't I hear I've heard that, and that's why I've stayed away. This felt less arbitrary. It just felt like there was a system in place. And even if I don't like the rules to this subreddit, I at least can look at this and this experience and be like, okay, they had a system in place, they showed me where I messed up at least they kind of went through some checks and that's the part that I can appreciate. And that's, you know, this is just one example. I'm sure there's bad examples too, but this is an example where Reddit is not a total garbage fire. Uh, They took something that was clearly over the top and they shut it down and they still left it there as like an example. That's where I think maybe they realized I was just messing around a little bit. So that's, that's that. I think if it was really bad, they would have probably completely erased it and scrubbed it off of there entirely.
0: Well, here, here's that. I mean, that's a little bizarre because they didn't scrub it, but they still gave you a, set, a week ban.
2: I'm I'm a casual. Con, I'm a casual mm. user. I'm not like I've got one karma point and hardly no comments. They I, they probably can look at my activity and know that I'm only just popping in. So a seven day ban. What, are they, what am I going to do? I'm not going to fight it. I don't care. See, and, and I think what was it yesterday?
0: I posted, I posted something on Twitter, and you know it got a, a few chuckles, and, and it's it's really it's kind of harmless. I don't hold on. I'm trying to. It, it was pelt collector, so I put Tom Hardy as the pelt collector. <laughs> if anyone go. knows, if anyone's seen <laughs> The Revenant, he's just trying to get them pelts. You know. <laughs> so I posted this on on. Uh, I know I'm not as high class as uh, Johnny Slippers over there, uh, but I posted this picture on reddit on the main feed oh there we go uh it looks a little bit better and i said and and i just tagged it um now this is a magic card and i it did not get pulled it did not get ba- i did not get banned or anything but if you go look in there i pissed some people off oh my god the mo- the, the comments oh my god the mods are getting soft we're not supposed to to put memes on here. You're gonna get in so much trouble. Screenshotting, and I'm just like, uh, you know, chuckling. I'm like, oh, did I did I offend someone? Did I break a rule? Oh my God! So so people started screenshotting and, and pasting, copy pasting, uh, the 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 rules and quoting lines and all this garbage. Uh, the, the mods didn't say anything. It's still up. It's got, like, you know, over 2,000 views. Who cares? It's just a picture. I didn't post a link to my channel or anything about it. It was no self-promotion. It was just funny. I even got accused of being uh, Kenobi. They're like, oh, God, Kenobi's back. And I'm just like, oh, my (laughs) 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 We're not allowed to do memes here. So it's just no fun at all, but it's just... It just kind of sucks because it feels like I, I feel like some stuff that i put on there you know like like i said i put um like uh fish cast the fish cast uh hive mind that we just put up it it, it didn't move the needle at all on that i put up uh the Telerian uh hive mind that i did it got like so embarrassing reddit views that i just took it down it, it's insane but then you put something like like Coach's thing up there. It's got 8, 8 k. You put something like I, I've been putting my other movie stuff on there, and it's going. Like I put my Quentin Tarantino director's cut on there, and it today like and that's that's like months old that that particular video. It went from like sixty five views to over a hundred. Like it, it's almost hitting two hundred now. So it's very arbitrary, and I know that's a completely different subreddit. Josh, do you use Reddit at all? So I, I was
3: gonna hop in there, and I. My understanding of magic Reddit was that if you're not Wedge, you're not the professor or you're not Saffron Olive. And, and to a little extent, Vince uh, from Pleasant Kenobi, uh, you just get downvoted the shit. You just get pushed below the fucking waves of alters and bad uh, like uh, online buys and all that shit that comes up all the time, misprints, and you just get wiped off the face of Reddit um that that's my experience with it so I, I haven't posted any content sometimes i'll post uh content in comments of other stuff like oh if you like this and check out my thing here but again normally i just get downvoted to shit to the point where the little karma i have on it i i don't want to risk it um not that i use reddit a lot but again if i end up in a situation like johnny where i do post something that i think has value i don't want them to just ban me because my
2: Karma's in the gutter from all the downvotes
1: yeah. Wait
2: So what happens When see when I posted that Troll post was Was I had one karma after The fact and I I had gone and made a few Other comments after that before they had Banned me and then I got I guess I'm up to two points of karma after that Post so what does that mean Oh it's maybe like Weird Rubik's cube.
3: (laughs) Maybe I'm misunderstanding. I I always thought that if you got downvoted, your karma
0: went down. And I thought thought that's
1: that's usually what happened.
0: Well, once you get downvoted to a certain point, you don't even see Mm. negative anymore unless it's on the comments. If it's on a post and you get downvoted to oblivion, you just show like a goose egg. So I have, and a lot of my videos that I put on there, I have been just flat out goose eggs. There's been some exceptions to the rules. I think the, the highest one was coach's video And I think it's sitting at, like, 35. I I did another thing for, like, a ghost story, another movie thing. And that's in, like, the high 20s still. Um, But I think once – I've never seen that affect my karma. It's just the only time that I see hits on karma – I see more hits on karma if I post something. Say I post a link. And then, you know, then it will, it will tell me to like, I'm a child. It'll tell me to I'm on timeout for 10 minutes and saying I'm doing it too much. So I'll wait, you know, kind of twiddle my thumbs and then I'll post another link. And then my, my karma will go down. They don't like that. But if I post a link with like, uh, like one of the subreddits that I use is like a 650 word minimum. So I have to like, Really, write a, like an article, so to speak, for free, um, but you know you're trading it in for the exposure, I guess. So I, I posted that, and that jumps your karma up, and also interaction on your post, like like if you're if you post something and then it gets upvotes and it gets interaction, I think your karma raises. But if if they just downvote you to oblivion, because everyone does on the Magic Community. And Josh, you said professor, but I think I think I think Reddit, I, I think the Reddit mods hate Brian. I think they hate the professor. Um, I don't think, I I think, you know, of course his fans are there, but I, I, I see them like he posted something when he did that interview and they just kind of clipped him and they kind of turned him into kind of something he wasn't. And he got really upset about it. He wrote this big old long rebuttal. Well, that got, uh, wiped from, from the reddits like, like that Reddit mods has something against him for some reason.
2: But are yeah. you talking about the interview from the from the New Yorker article? Yes, that article was just that's a probably whole other show topic entirely. But that, I feel like that article ended up being discussed on NPR as well, and I listened to that one, and I did I, I just I don't know that whole article. I like, got this weird. I feel like they missed some steps. I feel like it was definitely skewed in one opinion, like end of a opi- of an opinion scale. And it did seem like they kind of cut and paste bits and they picked and choose pieces out of whatever that interview was with Brian. I never saw the full interview and it feels like they just took pieces out. Like he's talking, they're talking about how Matt Wizards of the Coast hates me. I'm like, you're critical of them, but they clearly don't hate you enough to not give you a preview card. So, well, he's impossible to to ignore as far as that goes he's bigger than they are yeah there's that too oh we can talk about we can talk about brian a little more with that that tweet i posted i'm sure you've all seen it at this point
0: what go ahead no i don't know what you're talking about oh i assume um, i follow you all right (laughs)
2: last so so last last night night i was here's the power of here's the power of the professor um last night i took a picture i went to commander night at my local game store and everybody has like six of us had those 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 Stanley toolboxes, the identical same thing, the one that he did a video on months ago. Yeah. So I take this picture and I tag him and Stanley Tools on it. And I told Stanley Tools, oh, he, sure. they need to send their next gen gaming accessories to the professor for grading. I tagged them both. So professor retweets this thing. And in about 24,000, let me, let me, in about 24 months or 24, <laughs> in about 24 hours, wait for it, it got 24,000 impressions. Jesus. That man has that man has some sway in the community that I don't think we can take for granted. He has
0: 74,000 followers on
2: Twitter. Yeah, uh, just on Twitter, never mind the 300 and something thousand subscribers on YouTube. Sure. So my little old tweet of a picture of hmm. my crew at my local game store went and nailed down 14 retweets it crosses and pairs of you've got 2600 engagements with the tweet that's that is almost that is a big piece of that is brian that's a big piece of brian he saw something it was fun it was a great promotion of the actual product that he did a video on and it soared i don't i've got 350 something followers i don't get this kind of attraction that is huge and when you have that kind of sway I, it is kind of amusing to see someone like that go to reddit and get downvoted that seems weird Sure. So, uh,
0: so, Josh, do you you've never posted any of your own like deck text and stuff on I, main Reddit, or do you use kind of the other Reddits? Because I know there's like a MTG deck text which I posted there as well. So I posted. I think I, I posted on deck text.
3: Um, I posted my mono red uh, popper Tron deck, and I was very, very uh. uh What's a word? Transparent about it. the first sentence of my set is supposed to be competitive. It's janky. It's, it's my shtick. Index that fire off and win maybe one out of four times, if that. And I think I got three comments and they were all, um, you know, this isn't competitive. This can't hold up against a tier. This is garbage. Like, And it's like, well, I kind of said that from the beginning, you know. And they weren't as toxic as I would expect on the main magic subreddit. But even then, they weren't – it hasn't really made me want to post anything more. Not that I can't handle the criticism. it just the output isn't worth the
0: energy I have to put in. Sure. And, and then, Coach, you said that you have, like, problems posting yourself, right? Yep.
1: I I get shafted, so – Uh, like, but I think with me, it's like, you know, i post something and it just, it doesn't even show up. And I think I have enough karma and all that stuff, but it's just like, I don't know what the hell's going on. So I'm probably like shadow man or something like you were saying like earlier,
0: but it it is bizarre because you were, I did, I was able to see your comments too. So it's, it's so weird and subjective. And I think there's a lot more moving parts than you want from your social media. But I mean, in your guys' opinion, is is it a necessary evil?
1: I mean, it's, I don't know, like, Reddit for me, I think, so far has, yeah, definitely has helped me when other people do it. So, like, you know, it looks like I'm going to be going to you fellas to try to, like, hey, put this on Reddit, and let me see if I can get more views.
0: Fuck, hey, almost 9,000 views? I should start charging your ass. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can.
1: I mean, I don't know what you... Yeah, I probably can't pay you in like physical dollars. But well I mean, nuggets. It's-
0: Have you seen
3: all the shit in coach's office? He did a tour on Eric's channel. Yeah. For you. Yeah,
0: you, you get cribs on, on Man Cave. Mm-hmm.
3: No, I, I think I think the main subreddit for Magic is necessary for the community. It brings a lot of information. It gets a lot of people involved in the community. Um, my main issue with the subreddit is. I think it's too much of a hive mind. Um, Not a bad hive mind, not like your show,
0: John. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Often duplicated, always better than my own show.
3: Yeah. Um, No, I think it's, I think, and like I said, I don't use it too much, so I might be just uh, making wide sweeping judgments, but it's just, it seems if you haven't, any thought or any criticism that goes against um, the main thought process of that subreddit, you won't be heard. You post it, and your comment gets like negative thirty karma or whatever the fuck it is, and yep. you get you get like uh, you get like uh, mashed up. Like you can't even see it. You have to click on the plus sign to see it, and then you get a bunch. Button- comments that are saying like oh you're a shitty person like why the fuck do you talk um and it's like why why should you why should anyone receive that when they're just voicing another opinion like playing devil's advocate you need knowledge to like grow and if you can't and if you can't see the other side of an argument and gain that knowledge you're just going to be stuck in this stagnant pool of your own thoughts well, now, I, I feel I- like that's what the subreddit is it's just this Positive feedback loop of negativity. Well, like yeah, I've been yeah.
1: like, like I've been telling like you know whenever I have talk with Rogue Decker, whenever I talk to Kevin, I'm just you know that right now. Yeah, so if Kevin wants to like you know talk you know wants to like kind of defend me on this one, but it's like it's like every time I'll talk to Kevin, I mean that's one of the things that gets brought up is like if people know like you know since I'm in Texas like, like in the like kind of like the deep south like not as deep as like Efren, obviously, because he's like, like, you know, like four feet away from the Mexican border. Um, but if anybody knew like my politics or how I leaned in some in some areas, like people would probably not talk to me because, you know, I, I come off as a very different person, not just personality wise, but just like how the way I think about like our society and, you know, it's You know, like there, you know, if me and Manasaurus, like me and Wedge were in the same room, like it'd probably be a yelling match or like we disagree on probably everything. Yeah, because it's like we're probably, we're almost completely opposite in the spectrum. Like Brian too, like Brian, we're probably on different ends of the spectrum. And, you know, if I ever, for the love of God, like applied for Wizards, and got a job there, I probably would not like working there. Cause hell, I read the Glassdoor views. I think Kevin was the one that's like, hey, go go to like Glassdoor and like check out like some of the stuff over there. And it's just awful. Like if you have a differing opinion in like almost anything, it's like, you know it's gonna be like the loudest one wins. So, you know, I'm pretty patient with people and I'm pretty like, I really don't give a, like I really don't care like what you think politically. But I I think other people would not give me this, especially in this community who are like bigger and, you know, I don't think they would give me the same courtesy. Like They would not give me I I I assume that they would not give me the same sort of respect. Like I know me and me and you, John, like we're we're kind of on like opposite ends for like most things, but it's like we're like we respect each other. But I think when it gets past that and get past like who we know who we are, and what we enjoy, I mean, past that, it's like, I don't think people would give us, like, the kind of respect that we, you know, that we seek. Well, so I, I, I-,
0: I think it's important to have different differentiating opinions, especially in one forum, because there is so many kind of uh, platforms where you hear one side or one side. And so, you know, I... I aside from you just being a close friend for what, you know, going on two years now. Yeah. You know, I, I I thought it's great to have someone that you are completely different with. And I think that's important. I think that I, you know, now I'm getting in my soapbox, but I think that, you know, this country could kind of do that a little bit more. Josh is like, so glad I'm up North. Uh, but (laughs) Do do, do you know the shit he's doing in my country? (laughs) You got got fucking North Korea launching
3: nukes over Japan. You got (laughs) Russia invading the Ukraine and meddling with your election. China's like being prosperous as all hell. And Trump's looking at Canada. He's like just too much for... Your milk. internet
1: just censored you. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Just watching your internet.
1: He, he is watching you. Like. Yeah. yeah right? I, uh,
0: hey, with, with as much as that man is wasting his time on social media, I am not surprised that he is in the chat right now. <laughs> there's, some,
3: <laughs> there's some Canadian bitching about my plan for their milk. Like. <laughs>
0: But yeah, but in all seriousness, I think I, in all seriousness, I think it's important to have people with different views, and that makes for the best conversation. You know, you never hear us break down and start, "Oh, I'm this and I'm this." It's like, no, we should be, you know, getting together and talking about magic, or we should be getting together and talking about movies or Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh. What you know, fill in the blank. That's what it's about, and I think that that's kind of the problem with what's happened with the Magic uh you know magic the gathering community as of late not just as as of late in the last couple of years it's people have just been so loud and obnoxious with their politics it's it's hard to kind of drown it out. And it, it, you know, and, and as a side note, we now solve the mystery why 10 street hooligans is never getting a preview card. But
1: well yeah but it's, but it's like everything likes to be and and what I've narrowed it down to, I believe you know, I was talking to one of my students about this and you know government eco that I think the problem is is that nobody wants to nobody wants to be wrong or nobody wants to admit being wrong in front of someone else or nobody wants to change their mind in front of someone else because not only is it like a sign of defeat, which that's not how it should be in a conversation. but not only is it defeat, but it's like, at the you know at the same time people who you know concede to who do end up conceding to the boy the the person just who has like won the so-called conversation just keeps berating this person and it's just like you if you ever have like a second any sort of doubt when you're conversing with someone you never want to show defeat you're just gonna if someone's really attacking your beliefs no one really wants to they're going to just hold themselves up more. They're going to see you as attacking them. And that's not what, how it should be, but people just don't want to be wrong. That's, that's what I've narrowed down to. And people don't want to be wrong in front of like everyone else. So I I think like when you have these issues come up, you know, and like differing opinions, you know, when people comment back, it's like, Oh, you're wrong and just no reason or whatsoever where it's like, you know, it's just, people are like, Real ugly to each other, and that we've lost our respect for, we've lost our respect for humanity in some ways because we've politicized everything. Everyone needs to be right, and that's that's the problem. Like, you, it's okay sometimes to be wrong.
0: The the thing is, is, I know I'm right. I just don't rub it in your face, Coach. <laughs> oh, Johnny, do you want to touch this conversation oh, with 30, <laughs> No,
2: I don't want to. <laughs> well, it's a strong word, dude. Effin'
1: right now, coach getting real. If this was a sitcom, the slow music would be played,
0: right? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> inspiring. Oh, not drugs. I think... I'd be
3: slowly
2: oh, zooming god. in on your face.
0: <laughs> Why are you so up at the fucking camera? Oh my god, the Donnie Darko.
2: Yeah, there you go, the Donnie Darko music. There you go. There you go. Uh, you know, oh. the, I think, I'll see, let me see if I can wrap this up nice and quick and sweet. It's you know, there. Good there, luck. <laughs> first, there's this where there's there's definitely this like human compulsion to not want to be wrong, but I, I think part of it is. I, I put a lot of this on the technology because like, like we saw in that Reddit post, you don't have the full context. And I don't think a lot of people have the full context. And then you get into this siloed effect where you're only associating with the, with the people that want to think and say the same things that you do. I mean, like this, this is something that showed up on the radio. Some, there was some communications director from UCLA talking about this, where there's this siloing effect where we are pro, the, we're being bombarded with information so quickly like, when it comes to technology, and I think this is what I'm... I'm going to say this to anybody out there watching. If you see something really grading you on, on the Internet, step back, literally. Shut your device down, step back, and take two days to actually process it because you are not an algorithm. You will never be the speed of this technology, and that's part of the problem because we are interacting with an algorithm and with technology that does not operate at human speed, and that's part of our problem. So because all of this information comes at us so quickly. And that's what this, this radio episode was talking about. We go to this, the, the path of least resistance. We go to this idea that we can identify with, with the least amount of conflict in our mind. And then that's where the siloing starts because you don't, you know, you don't have time to sort through all that information because you have to skim through all of this content. And that's a big problem. That's why it's important. If you see a headline, stop, take a minute, read the actual whatever the content is and then step back from it again don't don't go immediately responding because you're responding off of an emotion and that doesn't give you time to actually process the way you would want to process that information and, and respond to it that's mono red. <laughs> <laughs> nice way to bring it around <laughs> mono, red. mono red fine that's my piece. You know, that, uh, uh, if I'm going to talk about any piece of it, it'll be that techn- technology interaction. And I think that's something we can all have control over, our own response to the medium that we're using. Well, and, There's my two cents.
0: And here, here's the last bit to piggyback on that. When I sit down in an LGS, the only red and blue that I see is the one that's being played in front of me. This is purely a content creator problem. This is, not, this is a Twitter problem. This is a social media problem. You could walk into an LGS sit-down and play Magic with whoever, and you don't even know. You don't even care. It's just about the cards, which is great. And we as content creators need to shut the fuck up a little bit and just play more Magic.
3: I feel like that should be the end of the show.
0: Yeah. Hey! <laughs> thanks for coming by! <laughs> Coach, where can everyone find you?
1: Oh, dirty. <laughs> oh, I think on that. I think on that note, we should you know, talk magic. We, yeah. With since on that note, we now should get into our our top five cards. We
0: have a special treat for y'all tonight. Uh, the I, I was not prepared for this. Talk about screwing with a, a person that's trying to run a magic show. How about you know releasing on the day? all of the cards of the new set coming out, the new hotness, you know, hours before we're we're going live. So I have, we've kind of done that. We've been doing top fives lately, but it's just, I mean, it's just, oh my God, how excited is everyone about Guild of Ravnica right now?
3: So is it really a bunch of hotness at the end of the week or the end of the day? Because for me, spoiler season is like, I guess... Ex- first day. They're releasing Mythics, and then it goes to, like, the janky rares, and it's like, these are kind of shit, but, you know, like, I can work with them, and then the last day, I'm really sad, because they just put up all the chaff, and you're like, oh, fuck,
2: I don't want any of this. <laughs> well, they, they gotta beat the printers to the actual leaking of the grainy photos, so you gotta <laughs> do the good stuff first. Yeah, sure, but, I I mean, it's just, like, Man, I feel like since this
0: sh- this is episode 8 of this show of 10 Street Hooligans, and I feel like we have been the Guilds of Ravnica podcast unofficially, because it's just like, since it got spoiled, we've been talking about it, and I'm like, how do I make this show not redundant that we're just constantly talking about Guilds of Ravnica, but I just can't, because... I was just so wrong. <laughs> like, when they spoiled it, I'm like, oh, God, they just screwed with my favorite plane of all time, Innistrad. What the hell do I know? Innistrad's not my favorite plane. It's mother F and Ravnica. And you know what? Wizards does some things right. Dominaria was great, and guess what? They will not, they cannot and will not and have not let Ravnica down. And in my opinion, it just looks sweet again.
1: All right. Who wants so how how do we proceed about this top five? Should we go commons, uncommon, rares, mythics?
0: Right. So oh, that well, got a different type. So that's the format. So each one of us is going to kind of represent a different rarity. Give our own top fives. Um, I don't know. Should we should we rotate? Be like common, uncommon, or should we just go all commons, all all
1: commons, common? all uncommons, all rares, all mythics. So so, mis,
0: so Mr. Johnny Slivers, you're up. Johnny yes. has the popper king himself has the commons.
2: Oh, you popper, bastard. Popper king Wrong <laughs> strong word. Let me uh no, it, you, that was there was um there's some challenge like when you have so many commons you actually have to go through and find the playables and this one was uh I've got I got to do an honorable mention too and then let me go ahead and get things pulled up here so I can show you the card and do the honorable mention all that good stuff. All right. So we showing up my, 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 is my face turned into a bunch of, uh, mythic spoiler website stuff. It has. Okay. All right. So today's common honorable mention from guilds of Ravnica will be here. It is (laughs) hypothesis. For shizzle, my nizzle for for shizzle, (laughs) um, Three blue, red, draw two cards at instant speed. Then you may discard a non land card when you do hypothesis, deals four damage to target creature. So I didn't make my top five because I feel like the, the casting cost is too high and just for what it does. I, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's fun, but it's like I couldn't, I don't know. It's not quite there. Didn't quite there. However, if this video ever reaches the ears of Tappy Toe Claws, Please, 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 cosplay this one right here, Hypothetical, because that's that's your jam. I that I could you could rock that all day long. All right, nice. now well, let's get to our. gonna be a beautiful
3: foil. Yeah, it's gonna
2: be fantastic. Yes. Now let's go ahead. We're gonna get into the five commons that I felt made my top five, and we're gonna start number five off with some Jank in honor of our friend Jank. Yes, and, uh, I'm going right for Gateway Plaza nice so, gateway plaza is my number five common for guilds of ravnica it is uh gateway plaza enters the battlefield tap like a gate does its subtype is gate that's important when the gateway plaza enters the battlefield sacrifice unless you pay one blah 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 add one mana of any color this is this is edh staple for anybody playing maze's end because now they have to kill two of your gates to actually shut off maze's end so it makes all the players at the table have to do a little more work. It's flavor-wise, it's fixing. It's it's it was all around. I saw this gate, this gate, and I was like, ah, oh, that's nice. A gates are and gates have a are a thing now. Like we've got gate support not only in this set but in the Return to ravican set. So now, if you want to do gate themed anything for Commander, you've you've got the tools. The tools are there and cube as well. This is going to be another one where like cube is going to have gate support. And this is going to be, a, this is cool. Like you've got more things to do with these little janky, slow dual lands. Number four on my list, uh, or has, I like to call it the food court, the food court. Welcome to the food court. Uh, the number four is notion rain. Let me go find it here. Scrolling up notion, rain, notion, rain, notion rain, one blue, black. as so it's a, it's a sorcery with surveil two. Then. So you surveil first, then you draw two cards and notion rain deals two damage to you i had to put a surveil card in this list i was looking i was hoping one of the one drop surveil cards would have been like strong enough to make it But they were just a little too slow, a little too janky. So, But this one, we've had card effects like this before. Sign and Blood does a similar thing. Um, Read the Bones does a similar thing with Scry. But this one actually fuels your graveyard. This one's actually going to do some work. If not in standard, possibly in one of the more eternal formats. I don't know. Um, But I do have a card that will, I'm positive, make some modern play. Moving on to the next one uh, will be Utopia
0: well, uh, on, H- AKA, H- Aka the Matrix, right? That's straight up Serenity from Matrix.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. That we they're going full Matrix Reloaded slash Lucy whatever thing reading the
0: Lucy. Oh no, not a Lucy. Not a Lucy. Oh, oh no. no.
2: Blah, blah. All right, let me see. So, let me scroll through and find. I wish I would be more organized. There we go. Urban Utopia, one in a green. It's an enchant land. And when Urban Utopia enters the battlefield, draw a card because things seem to like drawing cards in this set. And then Enchanted Land has add one mana of any color to your mana pool. So I believe this is the lesser version of Utopia Sprawl. I'm blanking on exactly what that card was. I think, was Utopia Sprawl one green or was yes. it two? Is one green. Okay, so and I think it buff. I think it also added extra mana to it. So it's not your. It's not Utopia Sprawl, but at common, it definitely is great for drawing you a card with Cantrip. It fixes you. So that made my number three. It's also. Uh, Oops, oh, sorry. Not to oh, go share. ahead. Go it's ahead,
3: Jake. Also, Jay. a worse uh, Abundant Growth, which is the exact same effect on a one. One green enchantment.
0: And in the Abundant Growth uh cantrip, if I remember correctly, or no?
3: Yeah, it's uh I just googled it to make sure it's you draw a card and enchanted land has add one mana of any color.
2: So I mean this is if anything, this will be this will be a limited staple and then probably commander, like if you need a redundancy in this effect, then you've got another piece that you can add to the deck to get the fixing. Um Going up to number two, this is this is my favorite removal uh common out of this entire set, and I just I like the flavor of this card. I love Artful Takedown at, at number two. It's an instant speed two, blue black. Choose one or both, and that's my favorite part. Uh Tap target creature and or target creature gets minus two minus four until end of turn. It's the uh, it's the other Matrix card. <laughs> it's the other Matrix card. It's on the other I side. Love... You
0: see him going like this
2: yeah i love the art on this card i love the style i you know i get like a four cmc this is kind of like a hard argument to make for playing standard or i'm not sure what the standard thing is doing but with limited this is definitely an awesome card for cube this is an awesome card the fact that you can manage two other creatures on your opponent's turn and the minus two minus four that's important like this gets around your indestructibles this is going to be important for taking down those like pesky indestructible creatures and I'm sure it's going to be a thing. Um for for toughness I think is also going to be a thing in this set. So, artful takedown, that's the one that I liked for number 2. And finally, for number 1, this one I saw this one and I was like, "Ooh, oh yes, yes. I can I have a home for this one." Uh that would be where to go, where to go, where to go. Oh, ah, there we go. Covers is getting moist. <laughs> <laughs> vicious rumors this is i love this card i Hell love all yes. the things uh. it does for one black mana at common this is lunacy Dope. it is vicious rumor steals one damage to each opponent one each opponent discards a card there's two then puts the top card of their library into the graveyard there's three and you gain a life so it's all upside for you across the board this this is baby pox so you play this turn one you play smallpox turn two and then you play your eight rack deck however you want to play it Yes. this i will this, this is i think this card is absolutely modern playable it is no thought sees but at the same time you go ahead and Thoughtseize out the thing the Thoughtseize needs to get rid of, and then this card, even if you don't have Thoughtseize, this is like, oh by the way, um, in my 1v1 game, you're actually you actually mulligan to six. So here you go, pick your card and get rid of it. Johnny, then, it's common too. It's, it's in, common. Oh my God! It's it's it, the popper version of Thoughtseize. This is popper Thoughtseize. This is one oh my! This card is vicious. And all, as soon as I saw this card, I thought of smallpox. And that that changes the tempo of the early game so fast in mono black it's insane because you've got i know there's lots of stuff that you can do in eight rack and i've seen some degenerate stuff with Waste, waste not decks at two and three mana so this card is clutch i love this card and that's my top five for the commons of guilds of Ravica.
0: good for you man that was that was actually really really spot on it um was. and common commons Always. are tough man as rosewater has stated if your if your theme's not at common, it's not your theme. So I mean, great stuff, great stuff, Johnny. Now now we got to figure out how to get you to do everyone else's screenshot because isn't <laughs> it the screen screen share?
2: Yes, yeah, screen share. You pull up your window in uh, if you pull up another window browser in your internet browser, and then you go screen share. You can look it up, and you should be able to see it there. Um, what about, okay, do so y'all see mine. Right, you're
0: not, you're not even close to being up though.
2: Dirty. Oh, I know, but is it working? Is what I'm asking. Not, no, no, not no, yet, no, no, not at no. all. No. Dang it. Here, I'm gonna try. It's just this oh, button. Oh, wait, so, wait.
0: Wait.
2: It's a little green here arrow. Here, button. here. here. I, I, what about oh, now? There
0: you go. There you go. You got yeah, yeah. it. No. Hey, Cenk, you, uh, Josh, can you do that? Because you're up next. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> here, here, here. So why don't we do this? Johnny, no,
3: you you know what? I think I got it. Oh, you do? Okay. Okay, I don't know. You might see my full name, so that okay. Won't creep there, on go. Me.
1: there we go. Am this I works? doing it?
2: We see your YouTube. You gotta hit the right tab. Yeah, go to Mythic you Spoiler. Have, you have too many windows open by this the this. This is
0: a bunch of old guys trying to do something on the fly. I apologize. Ah, ah, shit! I just closed I one of my tabs. To the
2: story about the landline. There we go.
0: Josh you, so Josh is in charge of he is a he is a very uncommon person with a very uncommon beautiful beard so he is in charge of the uncommon so king and jank take it away you gave me a real shit deal here john <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're welcome <Yeah.
3: laughs> i find the uncommon suck in this set so uh, maybe i'm maybe i'm just too critical i look at stuff in edh standpoint So, uh, okay, so my first uh, or number five is actually a bunch of uncommons because I found that in this set they more or less just uh, – is everyone there? Yeah, we're here. here. Okay, I I thought – I think I muted you for a second. Um, I found that they kind of just made a bunch of cards strictly better so uh like sinister sabotage is cancel with surveil one is that a Um, bad thing though no that's a good thing it's strictly better than cancel um and then i think it's better than the other card dissolve that's cancel with scry one because like johnny said surveil you and fuel your graveyard and then lava coil is kind of a strictly better roast because it can hit uh creatures with flying uh and exiles them um this is all number five, by the way. District Guide is a better um, Farhaven Elf because it can search for gates as well. Yep. And, uh, oh, I guess it puts it in your hand. So kind of a little different. And then uh, Circuitous Root is uh, exploding vegetables, but you can look for gates as well. <laughs> there you go. So, um All those are my number five because they're basically cards they already had. They just made them a little better. Nice. Um, My number four is weak. Now that I look at it, Uh, Golgari Find Broker. So this is like a really shitty uh, wizards not wanting to reprint Internal Witness, but they kind of reprint Internal Witness. Um, Two green and two black. You get a three, four. Uh, when it enters the battlefield you return a target permanent card from your hand from your graveyard to your hand. Um, yeah, I don't know. I need I can see that being played, especially in a recursion deck where you can bring it back um, and bring your shit back to your hand. Uh, it's the casting cost is a bit extreme, but if you're playing it from the graveyard whatever, especially in a deck like Marin or something where you're just playing it for free. Um, it's nice to have a duplicate eternal witness in your deck it can't hit every card but it's not bad sure yeah um, next up I have enhanced surveillance so uh sorry so uh yeah i I think surveil I, I think wizards is underestimating how powerful the graveyard is going to be it's, it, it's their
0: makeup mechanic for sure because they kind of uh i, I think uh what was it transmute was, was good in constructed it was kind of terrible in in uh, draft but then um what is it cypher was just the worst so this is like you guys suffered like almost you know 15 years of bad demir mechanics here you go
3: mm-hmm yeah, what 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 do you guys think? Because I know with dredge, they
0: underestimated it and it just took off. I think Surveil, then- if any mechanic is gonna get uh, like shit on as far as bandings go, mm-hmm. I think it
2: might be surveil. Uh, i I think Surveil is balanced. I think they this is I have my feeling on Surveil is they've taken Scry and Entomb and wrapped it into one effect. And I was waiting to see how many one CMC surveil cards were out there. And there's like two, three. They and they weren't on effects that. Well, one of them is a wall, an O3 wall. The other is this like give target instant for give target creature minus three minus O. So that they really like they know how strong it is to be able to just take the top card and ship it to the graveyard. I I think they balanced it out pretty well. Like you look at you look at surveil. Surveil costs one extra mana for whatever the effect is. So that's basically, you're not finding it on strong cards at a low cost. I think they balanced it out. And even then, anything that's costing two mana to do Surveil and have a relevant effect in a modern format, I think could see modern play.
0: See, I, I think it's like a delve where they completely underestimated it and they're going to have to kind of nip some in the butt. We haven't played with the cards yet. This is purely speculation. And I, I'm not one of those weirdos that like print out pictures of cards and play it uh before it's released but it's just like i don't know i I have a feeling i have a feeling this is gonna be it's not delve at all but the fact that it works so well with undergrowth and jumpstart something about it. it's just an engine and it's a and it's an engine that's a little too tuned
3: yeah that's my concern too i think like the fact it fits so well into the it and Golgari themes as well, which are probably intentional, I think someone out there, a pro, is going to find a way to use this um, past what Wizards was expecting. And maybe that's not even me. They created the game. They probably playtest the shit out of everything. But I think somewhere along the line, a surveil card is going to do something crazy. Sure. Um, and enhanced surveillance is... I mean, you get to look at additional two cards when you Surveil um, and then you exile to shuffle your graveyard in your library. But I'm just thinking of this. I know it's a very niche situation, but imagine in a modern dredge or any type of dredge deck, you have this out um, and then you play a Surveil card that I'm pretty sure there's one somewhere out right there where you draw a card and then Surveil two or Surveil two and then draw a card
0: or something like that. It's almost like a Sphinx's tutelage, or like a um, what did Zubi have? Zubi had a spoiler card. He uh, had um, uh, Doctor Spy Network. Doctor Spy Network, where it's it's just it, this seems like an innocuous, uncommon engine, and I think this might kind of blow the doors off something. Yeah, I mean, imagine
3: just, just imagine. I I can't think of a dredge card off the top top of my head, but I think the card in the set is uh, it's a split card. It's surveil one and then draw a card. Well, with this, you get to surveil three. You can pitch three things in your graveyard. And then if you have something that's like dredge seven or dredge five or four, whatever, when you draw that card, you do the dredge trigger and all of a sudden you pitch four more cards. So just by playing one spell, you've pitched seven cards in
2: your graveyard.
3: And for a graveyard deck, that's insane.
2: That's great. And then you've got delve cards that will eat that up, and now you've got other cards in red, blue that care about cards in exile.
3: Yeah. So I I I think I know Wizards plays this for standard, but I think the surveil mechanic is gonna do something for dredge in modern. I haven't looked at modern in a while, but I wouldn't be surprised if this fuels something. In my opinion. Yep. Mm um next up is goblin crater maker
0: yeah my man
3: so for one you sacrifice it and you choose one it deals two damage to a creature so a shock that ain't too bad but the big one to destroy target colorless non-land permanent this is your wizards laying on the big fuck you to tron (laughs) (laughs) it's just like yeah whatever you got an ugin on turn three i don't give a fuck Turn three, greater maker. You know, like you don't have to tap it or anything. Turn three, they play their Ugin. Your turn three, you drop this, you pay one,
2: you destroy their Ugin.
0: That's insane. That's,
2: that's. I don't want to hear any more complaining about Tron ever again.
0: Oh, no, God. I, I, and
3: I know tons of people hate Tron. I love Tron, I think it's wonderful. I don't play it, I can't afford that shit. <laughs> But just the idea that you have artifacts and you have green in one deck, like green's whole thing is kind of anti-artifact and that the fact they just mesh it together and then they're putting in fucking Ugin and Karn. And it just, it's crazy to me. I love that it can happen. And the fact people hate it so much and how Wizards is responding to it kind of makes me sad a little. And it kind of hurts even more that they're using a fucking goblin to do this.
0: (laughs) It is? (laughs) Wow, racist much?
3: Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, shit. On yeah two. That,
1: let's see what. Let's see what we're gonna pull up on number two. I'm I'm kind of curious to see what the best uncommon. So that is. was.
3: So that was number two. The number one uncommon because number five was all those fucking strictly better ones. So number one is Plague Crafter.
0: Yes.
3: Super flesh bag. Exactly. This is Fleshbag before he died. <laughs> like, Because he's a zombie. This is a person. It's like when he enters, each player sacrifices a creature or a plane walker, and then each player who can't discards a card. And this is just... This. So before I even saw this card, I got a message from my friend when it was spoiled. I have a Marin EDH deck that I've tuned to a toolkit deck. It's not expensive. It's budget, but it does its job. It's not hard to do its job in a Marin deck. And I run Flushbag Marauder and Merciless Executioner. And I always have them in my hand when I play the deck. And my meta, my playgroup fucking hates it. So before (laughs) I even saw this card, I got an email or I got a text and it said, fuck you and your Marin deck and a link. And I couldn't click on the link because I was at work and I don't have Wi Fi. And when I got home, it opened up to this card and I just came everywhere. This you is mean just, you came to your computer to I go came, look? At sorry, is Rhino in the chat? I came to yes. my computer, and all over the screen, and <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: earmuffs uh, hashtag earmuffs.
3: This is just John. Like he has his fucking pen in his hand and he just <laughs> crossing on the page. He's like, never again. I really
0: do have the pen. (laughs) Anyway,
3: this this is crazy. You play this in any recursion EDH deck. You play it for a casting cost. You sack it to its own trigger. You get everyone. If you have Panharmonicon, everyone has to do it twice. And then at the end of turn or whenever during your turn, you bring it back and you do it again. You're hitting each player for four creatures. You probably don't care because you're running some sacrifice effect. Creatures and or Planeswalkers. And then if they can't, they discard a card. That's disgusting.
0: It's so good. That's fucked up. It's, it, well, so he actually, he actually. it's been a while since I played the deck, but he fits right into Athreos EDH as well.
2: Because uh-huh. so he has a toughness of two. Yep. They, yep. they just buffed, like, they buffed Mono Black EDH. Oh my god! This thing is oh, I like this. What's your number one, sir? Oh, that was my number one.
0: Oh, well, that's a perfect number one. Yeah, uh, that's it. That's oh all. I got. Man. That is some. That's some pretty, pretty amazing. Um, uh, what? What are we talking about? <laughs> Uncommons. <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah, that was my last point. I'm
3: so fucking tired. I've been up since five this morning, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm such a fucking bummer. Oh f- fuck you coach. Oh my oh, god. god. <laughs> sorry. No, I'm i j- I'm joking with you. It's the peach jar talking. Um, yeah. <laughs> um I I wouldn't even be upset if this was pushed up to rare. I, I honestly, I'm pretty critical of rares and I wouldn't be upset if this was at a rare. I mean, it would be jank. It wouldn't be expensive, but it wouldn't be bad
0: in my opinion. Oh, for sure. I am. St- I'm, st- I'm keeping you talking cause I'm stalling cause I'm trying to do something cool. Um, uh, always right. I, I mean, that's just my life as I'm trying to do something cool, but, uh, <laughs> So yeah, what what do you guys think about his number one? <laughs> <I think laughs> it's gonna be brutal for the opponent.
2: It's brutal for it's like it hits planeswalkers too, so you board wipe and then oh goodbye planeswalker, and then the yeah, the recursion decks are gonna love that card. Or something where you make copies of it just for there you go. There, there. That's the reason to bring Splinter Twin back. What? What? Oh,
0: God. You know what? You nice. Splinter Twin. <laughs> you. You with the Splinter Twins. Well, what's the, um, well, what's the, a uh, Caridor? I mean, Car- he slots right in with Caridor too, right? Oh, yeah.
2: And oh, he- yeah. And Shenanigans deck is going to love this. Maldroth is going to love this. Marin's going to love this. Athreos. Yeah. There's lots of room for this card. It's, it's just flesh
3: bag number three, but better but better.
0: Uh it's at a funky like when it was Fleshback marauder when it was zombies it it works in a lot of more edh decks than merciless executioner did as an orc soldier maybe it was an orc something. Um but human shaman's kind of a funky kind of a funky one. All right, I was trying to do something cool. I don't think it's going to work. So I'm just going to do something I guess not as cool. Um here we go. here. All right, am I sh- Am I sharing? You're yeah. sharing. All right, I'm sharing. Oh, God, do you guys remember the last time I tried to do this? Woo! Yeah, you almost
1: broke our computers.
0: I did. Uh, here, let me see. Let me pull up my picks real quick. So I'm going to take over for the rares, uh, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. And I let's see here. Let me find my list. Got it. All right. So my number five, I did not have a honorable mention, but I did have a number five and I'm going to go down to, Oh, no one wants to see those. Those are garbage. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go over to here, Mr. Chromanic Lantern. uh, I guess the first reprint that we're talking about Chromanic Lantern is far too expensive. It, I think it, (laughs) it was sitting at like what $15 for an EDH staple. It's such a amazing card. It's the best mana rock uh, since you know Soul Ring and Co- Coalition Relic. It just turns all. If you don't, know, if you've been living under a, a mana rock, oh, uh, uh, and you don't know what the uh, card does. I know. Gross. Pew. Oof. Go home. I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> uh, it gives all your lands uh, tap for any mana, and it also taps for any mana as well. So Chromatic Lantern was just one of those like. Thanks, Watsy. Thank you for, for knowing that this card that you guys didn't mean to be, like, super expensive is super expensive. So my number four is uh, as soon as my computer will cooperate. Get we're gonna... the
1: Chromebook working.
0: What's that? <laughs>
1: Get the Chromebook working.
0: Oh, I know, right? Uh, we're going to go up here. We're going to still go up here. There it is. this This is one that Evan Irwin. I, I was watching a uh, episode of Magic Mics, and this is one of this is one of his cards, like breakout cards that he thinks is going to do something crazy, and that's Runaway Steamkin. Uh, this was one of the earlier ones spoiled. It reads: it's one and one R for a one one. Whenever you cast a red spell, if Runaway Steamkin has fewer than three plus one plus one counters on it. Put a plus one plus one counter on Runaway Steamkin remove three plus one plus one counters from it and add three red mana. I think oh, that this has the potential to be banned, uh, especially in modern. Something like um, burn. oh god, yeah, burn uh, the oh god. What's what's the thing called? It's the it's the red blue. Thing that no one likes playing against storm storm thank you uh, uh, yeah. this has a storm potential i mean yes it's a little expensive for modern and just saying that at two cmc makes me want to throw up in my mouth um but this thing is pretty crazy anything that gives you three mana of a color tends to be pretty insane hence the reason why we do not see dark ritual anymore um you know stuff like that it's just that's way too easy to to get uh counters for this thing and i just think that it has the potential to be broke wide open do you guys uh see this at all or am i on crack oh uh, this is I, be,
1: I think this would be a
0: crazy card
2: i think you're smoking a little crack just okay uh, well, I, I, I don't you think it's I don't a good see- card,
0: but I'm still smoking crack. Is what you're I, think as, I think
2: it's. I think it's a great steam boss. I think it's great in Mega Man. I he was great in Mega Man, and then I think um, no, I, I think the problem is the two the two CMC in Storms uh, like the Storm decks that I've seen when not that I can speak to with any authority to modern, but I feel like this isn't where they want to be. Like trying to, you have to waste. You gotta kill a turn to get this out. And then you got to wait, and that's Storm wants to go off on turn two, so they don't want. I don't think Storm wants to spend two mana trying to squeak out the value on this one. This this one I could see doing work in something where counters matter, like if they need this. Could be that extra boost of mana for a Counters Matters deck, but I don't know what that would be. Um, I don't see. I don't think Storm is the answer. I think there's it needs a home someplace else, like maybe Jund, I, or someplace that. But it's got to be spells that are. It's going to be one of those things where. It's not so much that you're casting a lot of spells, but you're ramping up your counter, like a proliferation deck or something. I don't know. Sure. All I right. think it's too All slow right. for Storm.
3: All right, I so agree with uh, Coach. I think, I think it'll do something. Nice. I, 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 I never read it, the full card. I didn't see that last bit about adding three mana. So, as soon as, so as, soon as you God click.
0: The only jerk in, in, the, in the bunch, basically. I guess so.
3: All
1: right. So, what's our number three now?
0: Um, well, our number three, uh, is, uh, this one's a pretty good one. It's, it's a pretty low CMC. It's uh magic Wazubi. Yo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> surprise visit. What's up, bro?
4: I just low key sneak in.
2: <laughs> how i do it. Hey, what's up, dude?
4: Yo, what's up, man?
2: Hey, hey, you're missing you... those sweet pipes. So that's
0: really why. No, 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 no. You stay. You stay. stay. (laughs) This is why. This is why. I brought you in, though. Those sweet pipes is a great segue. Hey, Uh,
4: hey, girl. How you doing?
0: So you promised me singing.
4: All right. Uh, what do you want to hear?
0: What don't I want to hear?
4: I'll sing whatever you want me to sing.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, uh, preparedness is not our strong (laughs) suit. <laughs> so let's go back to <laughs> wait what's let's that i don't
4: even know what that means
0: i don't know i don't know hey thanks for joining us man i don't know the band's still here but you know like weezer the bassist you know doesn't just get to come back Jenk still gets this day
4: would you be mad at me if i don't even know never heard a single weezer song before oh I yes they really i are.
0: would oh i never probably. i never
4: cared for him
3: wow not even on the radio?
4: That. Ew. Probably pro I probably heard them on the radio. <laughs> I just don't give two craps them. So there we go. Fair
0: right. point. You either, Coach? You no, I weezer? no. Are we talking
1: yeah, we're talking weezer.
0: Yeah. I my yeah, I listen to them. There you go. Mm. Uh where is my where's my next card? I don't see it. Uh um... well, you gotta go through Scryfall. I mean they're reliable oh man
4: or use the official wizard site this is terrible
0: oh look at you that's actually a great idea <laughs> oh here, here for. I, I know what i'll do this is what you're here for jesus <laughs> man's incognito for a year uh where's the gold right here this is gold right no that's legendary oh my gosh where's the gold <laughs> fuck it this is fucking sad are, are we still live yeah. <laughs> yeah we are <laughs> all right hold on i know this is what you guys get i'm
4: I'm, I'm gone for a few weeks and this is what fucking happens
3: (laughs) i'm watching the youtube video right now and just like the mythic spoiler site cutting in and out (laughs) statically just
0: moving up oh yeah oh yeah all right here we go thief of sanity that's my next one this guy is that one card that everyone played um back in rcr you think it was gate crash uh god i forgot the name of the card now but it was really good it was actually three hybrid i think for a two three so How
4: about nightvale specter the numbers
0: nightvale specter it was a little uh, the numbers were a little bit better but this one is just straight up bonkers You got one, you got a blue, and a black for a 2-2 flyer. Whenever Thief of Sanity deals combat damage to a player, look at the top three cards of that player's library. Exile one of them face down, then put the rest in your graveyard for as long as the card remains exiled. You may look at it, you may cast it, and you may spend mana as though uh, it were mana of any type. Cast it! It is, oh my god, there's so many checkpoints, Uh, like safe checkpoints that Wizards are just like, nope, take it off. Take off the training wheels. Just fuck it. Let's just play a crazy good Demir card, and this is it. Uh, gentlemen, what do you think about Thief of Sanity?
1: It's like that Gonti uh, from Kaladesh, except like you could do it repeatedly almost.
4: Yep. Yeah. I mean, unlimited, this thing's going to be really good. This is a
0: game-ender, sure. right? If you open this... Unless they have, unless they have the removal, of course. But well,
4: yeah, I but I mean, it's again. definitely pack one, pick one, playable for sure.
0: Yeah,
3: Josh, um, you love this card. I can see it in EDH. Night Vale Specter is a pain in the ass to deal with if someone gets it out right on mana curve. It just it can really fuck with you. So I think having another one in the deck is golden.
2: Sure, Johnny. It's Demir, so <laughs> Yeah it's. Uh, I think I think it definitely I, I saw this and I thought mini Ashiok but is that a bad thing? No it's not a bad thing it's like being able to it's, it's stealing stuff I and mean, I'm trying to find this card and look at it and read it at the same time um, but it's stealing stuff off the top of the opponent's graveyard so yeah that's just like that's just rudeness on the stack.
3: You can take lands
0: with it can't you? Or is it non-land? Um, let's see
3: That that's
2: a great no, point.
0: point. Let's see. Exile any of them Oh, my God. That's insane. Because I think Nightfield Specter didn't do land. I think you could do land with it. Oh, you could. You could. Yeah. I'm looking. I
4: guess. Steal their one piece of, like, especially in limited. And, you know, you steal a guild gate from them. Like, take away one of their colors. Dude, that's
0: really good. Dude. Yeah. I I think this thing is insane. It's kind of weak. And it doesn't have. I mean, it's flying. So, that's good. It will. As far as combat goes, you're pretty safe with it. But. It dies a shack, so that's the thing. But it dies a to shack.
4: To shack um, me. <laughs> uh,
0: my next one is going to be actually Wedge's spoiler card, and that's Azoni Thousand Eyes. Uh, this thing is disgusting. It's got a huge casting cost. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of upset that they didn't re- like print a new iteration of Gerard. But whatever, we got a Zony Thousand Eyes. That's two two black and two green with undergrowth, which is the new Golgari uh, keyword. Two, three. Uh, when a Zony Thousand Eyes enters the battlefields, create pl- uh, one one black and green insect creature token for each creature card in your graveyard. Pay one black, one green. Sacrifice another creature, you gain life, and draw a card. This, again, like like I said with Josh's Uncommon, the, his number one Uncommon, this is an, or I'm sorry, the number two Uncommon, this is an engine all to herself. Again, dies to Bolt, doesn't die to shack, but uh, can get out of hand by herself. What do you guys think about this one in Commander, though? I
3: uh, I wouldn't run it as a Commander. Maybe in the 99. Um, but you yeah, agree. it's... It's pretty susceptible to spot removal. You won't see a lot of that in commander, but I don't know. It's uh I think you would need a lot of setup
0: to get it going. Coach, you I, think this is pretty good in limited?
1: I I don't know. That's it's a pretty big casting call, so I mean, I don't know. I'm not a big limited like person. So I'm not sure. I I couldn't really tell you on this one.
4: Well, the one thing you got to think about in limited is how many creature cards are you going to have in your graveyard by the time you get to the 6 mana? You know, if if you're lucky where you have some black surveil cards that you can feed this card, sure. it, otherwise it's not going to be that great. Honestly, you're you're paying you could be really shit out of luck and pay 6 mana for a 2 3.
0: Do you think it. do you think you could do some kind of like a mid-range graveyard strategy in standard, Johnny?
2: why are you asking me about (laughs) standards i
0: think i think it could could work
1: that way but you're gonna have to have like like said, either things that will surveil or like if you're green i mean green always has big ass creatures so
4: well typically you're gonna want to spend six mana and do something better than this
2: Yeah. yeah This is like a late game Hail Mary. I you you unless you're like Sultai might be fueling a graveyard where you I don't know, you can do something with all those tokens if you fuel the graveyard. But it's just it does seem I I'm with Josh on this one with putting in 99 for the uh for the EDH deck kind of thing. But I don't know. It's for what it's doing. I like that last part where you can what is that enchantment where you pay a black and you sack a creature and get that effect? That's cool to have that second ability, but that's a that's a high price tag for what she's doing and yep, that, it can that be
4: second cool. ability i like way more than just the undergrowth part i agree yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: she makes one ones right yeah she, yes. she makes the, yeah but she it's makes all dependent the- on
4: your graveyard too
3: yeah first standard i i picture you playing that they don't have haste and the next turn they play something like chain whirler or like they released a sorcery yeah. that deals one damage each creature Sure. Like it's it's not great. Yeah.
0: I, I feel like I they think. released a couple of cards that deal with kind of smaller power and toughness in this set. Um. The the, the one big kind of like want want about this is well it has no protection, but it also it, it just creates one one insect tokens where I felt like it would it wouldn't have been busted, but it would have put it over the top if those one ones could have had at least. Life Link, maybe it would have played on with her second effect or death touch i think would have been kind of a nice uh thing with it but oh well yeah. I, th- I think we could all uh understand what my number one rare card of the set is i think this is the money card this is i mean even more <laughs> so than the um you know even more so than the the mythics of this set, but I don't know. Maybe coach has something in mind that I don't know. As soon as my,
2: would promo- you put it in, a, would you put it in a
0: glass case? Assassin's trophy. Uh, it's not called assassin's trophy, sir. That's the ass trophy. That's, ah. the, that's what that is right there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your best removal since. Path of exile. It is the best removal ever. I I'm not going to argue. I mean, I could. It you know, we could have a little discussion about it, but I'd probably be wrong because it is. It it's just incredible. This is uh what is it? Already pre-selling for 35 bucks? 30 bucks? Something like that. Fuck yeah, me. Yeah,
4: it's going insane.
0: Jesus. I mean, what can I say that everyone else better than me has not said it's about Assassin's bad. trophy?
1: it's better what than it's gonna be better than it's a to me it's a better version of vindicate
0: yep well uh yeah maybe i mean in those colors and if you think about eternal th- uh formats right like abrupt decay was being played in eternal formats and this is just better
4: well i mean you still also have to worry especially in legacy and vintage about force of will whereas abrupt decay you didn't have to worry about that because it can't be
1: yeah. countered yeah
4: yeah so, in, now, I'm not discounting that this isn't better than Abrupt Decay, but there's still going to be some instances, especially in Legacy and Vintage, where Abrupt Decay is still going to be better.
0: Sure, I, I can see that. Is this better than Vindicate?
4: Yo, I, I think yeah. it is. Yeah, for, it's, it's one mana cheaper, so hell yeah. And, and it's, it's instant exactly.
0: speed. And better colors, in my opinion
4: yeah because no one likes white black
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's, a, it's a bad
0: womp, guild. Womp, womp, womp. Well, I mean, <laughs> in, in all seriousness though as far as like eternal formats go not just standard um you're 100 percent correct green black you know you have dredge you have other things that just this card is just going to be an all-star for and this card is already going to piss me off because it's going to be way too expensive And this is
4: going to be the premium removal and standard too. There's no doubt that people are going to be playing this. Not close. Oh yeah,
3: this this is. I mean, I'm excited for this card, but it's it's the card in spoiler season. It was like Fatal Push. You read it, you're like, oh my god, that's good. But then the excitement wears off because you you don't need to be have any thought process to realize how good it is, really. Sure. Like you know, it's going to be played in standard. You know, it's going to be played in modern. You can slot it into EDH. I know spot removals in top prior priority, but you can slot it in easily. And then even in Legacy or Vintage, whatever the cheaper of the two is, like it's going to be tested in, right? So it automatically fits in all the big formats. Yep. It's like it's it's good. You know, it's good, but it doesn't have that excitement factor, at least for me.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Um.
2: Johnny, um, I I don't know. It's all been said. Is that a loss for words? <laughs> just, well, it also puts you. You can also put your opponent into a difficult position where if they're messing around with their top deck, then there's like it is a may ability. The opponent may. This could, you can get some information out of the opponent too. When when you do this and the main ability is go search up a basic land card and they choose not to go search, either they don't have any basics left or they want their top card to show up and, and be available to them. So that kind of forces them to tilt their hand a little bit too. This card can do some come kind of kind of like behind the scenes work too in gameplay as opposed to something like Field of Ruin where it forces your opponent to shuffle.
0: Oh my god! They knew what yeah. they were doing. They gave like. Seb McKinnon is the hottest, uh, Magic artist right now with everything he was doing with that. So Atlanta. hot. He's so hot. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he like as far as the work he's been turning in with that like Skull Choir, um, they 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 put the the Planeswalker stamp on that. Like that's gonna be uh, a, a major lore piece. They they knew what they were doing when they made this card. They knew that this was going to be the money card. I think they made it rare so people just didn't lose their shit. And if, if this was mythic, it would have been that kind of feel bad, like um the one from the only good card from Dragon's Maze. Oh god, what was it? Voice of Resurgence. Thank you. Thank you. Voice of Resurgence. It it would have been this set's voice of resurgence, but I think they made it rare instead of mythic for that reason. So I mean, we all knew it was going to happen. That's the best rare in the set. It might be the best card in the set. I'm going to turn it over to Coach as soon as I figure out how to At the bottom, it should say stop
1: There we go. All right. All right. Am I back? Turn. I'm back. All right.
3: Welcome back. Coach, right. hurry
1: up. Here we go, boys. Number five right here. Chance for glory. Creatures you control gain indestructible. Take an extra turn after this one at the beginning of that turn, end step, you lose the game. So this is your last hurrah as far as trying to get trying to get that win. Like this is like like your two minute offense right here. <laughs> this is totally your two minute offense. Like this is an like an effort situation.
3: Is, that, is that a football reference? It is a football reference. That's an American
1: football reference.
3: <laughs> I don't know.
1: But it's <laughs> like uh, if you have creatures on the field and you still need a little bit of damage, attack, and then play this instant, and then take an extra turn, do it again. And then if you don't get enough points, well, well, screw it. You lost. But this is like your last... Your last chance effort I really do like this card. What about this, y'all?
2: Yeah, this is the card you're playing when you know you're gonna lose the next you're losing to your opponent next yeah. turn anyway.
3: Yeah,
1: and this is this is like an all or nothing situation.
3: I like how when it was spoiled it was spoiled as final Bortune. Like fortune, but started with a B. I thought it was like a miskey. <laughs> Well, I, I, I googled the word "Bortune." I'm like, I don't know what that means. And the, first, the first Google that popped up was that spoiler. So, <laughs> hmm.
4: That's funny.
1: Alright, let's see. Uh, number four, Divine Visitation. If one or more creature tokens would be created under your control, that many four four white angel creature to- uh, tokens with flying and vigilance are created and said, I could see this being played in like 88 with stuff like secure the waste, and instead of one one oh, yeah. white warriors, just pop it open and let's go four four, just badasses. This yeah, is
2: this, yeah, this, eyes. Eyes. this is what you want on the field with thousand eyes. Yep. Yeah.
4: This card yeah. just this is stupid yeah. ridiculous. And then with like intangible virtue and like all
1: those cards that will support tokens. I mean, and some of the cards from this set. Will also support this card as well, so I could see you know Silesnia getting a lot of benefit out of this.
4: Oh yeah, for sure. I can see this definitely being standard playable, and also this is like a pack one, pick one, snap keep. Yeah, this would this would just
1: be outright ridiculous. Like I would, you know, Selesnia would be a cool combo to play.
2: Eric right. Williamson in the chat's talking about Gave. I'm like, oh god.
1: All right, number three, boys. Let's hear it. Doom Whisper. Mm, Flying yes. Trample K2 Live, Surveil 2, and for 5 CMC, this is a 6-6 six, six Flying Trampler.
0: Yep, th- this is, um. oh god, Blood, what is it, Blood Gift Demon, but now that we knew that, like, Blood Gift Demon was underrated, now we're like, oh, this looks cute and it's probably going to suck. No, this is going to be awesome.
1: I see no downside to this.
4: Yeah, I mean, even even if you don't want to do the surveil too, just flying trample six six for five is ridiculous, man. Like I said, this is another pack one pick one you're gonna snap keep and definitely go into black.
1: And this this just absolutely like demolishes like a lot of things, and even just absolutely destroys like something simple like you know Sarah's Angel, which is also a five CMC and it's a four four flyer, but. Good lord, that's two more powerful, two more toughness and trample, so it's gonna like plow right through those flyers. Yep.
3: It's it's crazy. My my mind my my first thought went to a necrotic ooze deck in nice. modern where like you play necrotic ooze and you get that in the graveyard and then you just keep fueling your ooze into whatever fucking
2: activated mm-hmm. ability you want. Go on a life gain loop, just surveil for days, yeah, and then yeah. Laboratory Maniac, just because.
3: Exactly,
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: all right, here we go. Number two, Thousand Year Storm. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, <laughs> copy it for each other instant and sorcery spell you've cast before this turn. You may choose new targets for the copies. Now, it's a little high, I will say, it, enchantment, but good god storm will get out of control if this car like appears
4: i don't see this being played in storm it's too expensive you think so yes yeah, six... no this is an
0: edh staple. yeah that's what i'm saying like, oh like, a, okay, standard, like i'm
1: seeing like edh like, like, a, like a a commander i could see this being played commander and just being super super yeah, fun. for sure is,
0: is that one is it uh goblin that came in the precons uh this yeah oh, Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All day.
3: I, I was thinking the the alternate con- commander from that set, the the Sphinx, where you wheel.
4: Oh, L- Ludvik or Ludovic or something.
3: Or uh, Arjun, where every oh, time Ar- you cast Arjun. a spell, you Arjun. Arjun. Yeah. For sure. All
1: right, right. Nimro uno, and I think this is just bias on my part because I just love planeswalkers. But Rao, is it Viceroy? Look at you. Liz, legendary planeswalker for three for five cmc look at your plus ones look at the top two cards in your library put one of them in your hand and the other into your graveyard so card advantage minus three the viceroy deals damage to target creature equal to the total number of instant sorcery cards you own in exile and in your graveyard and the last one you get an emblem with whatever you cast an instant or sorcery spell this emblem deals four damage to any target and you draw two cards holy shit like this is oh i like it i I, but this is i'm also boss i mean i'd be like huge like super friends deck so this is like i want to try to get this guy in
0: Uh, jimmy what do you think about ralph um i like that
4: he has an exile matters type effect for the neg three and the plus one is always good for digging through your deck but I'm not thrilled with the mana cost. Mana cost is pretty high on this. I agree. Yeah. I feel like if it was yeah. one mana cheaper, I'd be more apt to wanting to play this. But for five mana, if if I'm going to be playing some kind of control deck or something like that, as I'd rather be playing Teferi. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Johnny? Yeah. Um EDH shenanigans, that's where it would be. Like this, yeah. this like Toby was saying, the CMC is too high for something eternal like modern. Um, maybe in standard, but even in standard, your CMC for Planeswalker, th- that threshold is what th- four tops, maybe. I mean,
4: Teferi's five, but you're essentially paying three mana for it, though.
2: Yeah, Teferi. and that's kind of, that's kind of like is that what is Teferi doing? Is getting you're getting mana back? How like is it just untapping lands somehow? Yeah, because yeah, when you
4: one, yeah, you do plus one, draw a card, and untap up to two lands.
2: Yeah. So when you get discount like that, any of the planeswalkers with discounts, then it's worth trying to make that happen. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think three is that like sweet spot. Two is this weird spot where Tibble exists and nobody wants to go there. And then, <laughs> and then four is like that top threshold, and, and even then you they're living up to like Jason Mind Sculptor. So that's a tough four. You really need to be doing something good at four, and after that, it's all casual and EDH. Yeah.
0: All yeah. right. Well, that's that's well, my. Wait. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. we oh, haven't all, all chimed in on your number. One. Uh, no, boy, no. Josh, what do you think? I think it's shit. Ah. <laughs> but i just... no,
3: no. I uh, I I agree. I think. Uh, I mean, this, this sounds like I'm fucking mimicking Reddit. But a planeswalker needs to defend itself, and its only defense is an egg three that's conditional. Uh-huh. So.
0: I kind of piggyback off what you're saying, and I, I must be the, I'm, I think I'm one of the only ones that was completely, like, this set is amazing. I mean, I don't care. It, it, it retraced a lot of things. It was like, this set is The Force Awakens. It's like, you want a Death Star? Here's your shock lands. You want this and this? Here's your gate. Oh,
4: no. And all does, this that mean, does that mean? Does mean the next set's going to be Last Jedi? Oh fuck! <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no,
0: and my orzob is in it. No, but uh, oh dear God, I I just think that this, that the Planeswalkers is the is the glaringly weak spot of this set. I thought that it was a little bit underwhelming that we got two instead of three. I feel like we should have gotten three with the the two that we had aside from from Vraska being the epitome of what an STD is on a magic card. I think that uh, her her CMC is too much. I think that Ral Zarek's CMC is too much. I don't see a lot of play out of these Planeswalkers. Not yet, at least.
2: Yeah, Not even... Right but, you know, I got to call Flavor Fail on Vraska. She can't even kill Jace the Sculptor. Like, Vraska <laughs> should be able to kill all the Jaces, or at least that. But they're in love. And they better, they
0: better keep it that way, because I enjoy that story, all right? I kind of do. Uh, it's going to be at the very end of the third set, because, what, we're doing three sets now? It's like yeah. the first two sets, it's like Return to Ravnica, Gate Crash, and then we're going to get um, Shadows Over Innistrad, or, or Eldritch Moon, because, you know, it was Nicobolus the whole time, or whatever. Yeah. Uh. So when the third set comes out, that's going to—I'm calling— story. I'm not Saibon or anybody, but I'm calling it right now. It's going to be... They're going to win like The Last Jedi because of love. Oh, shut up.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Why am going to just kill
2: one of the characters. Kill a planeswalker, please. Come on. Kill Gideon, because, please.
0: Because Chase is you it's and me. And, and Gideon is coach. They can't what? kill coach. Which
2: one is Rose?
0: <laughs> uh, what? No, Ro- Rose.
4: No, not Nissa. I love Nissa.
3: <laughs> is, is she back in the story yet?
0: She's gonna come out of nowhere
3: yet. and save someone from suicide, victory, whatever. Oh god, no.
0: Rose is Kesha or whatever the the planeswalkers, Kesha? the 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 Orzhov planeswalker. You talking about Kaya? Sure, whatever Kesha or,
2: or- Kesha. <laughs> 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 Uh, she's oh going to
3: come out of nowhere and save whoever um, the
0: Finn the fin is in the Planeswalkers. Fuck her already because she's going to come in and she's going to kill the Ghost Council and I'm going to be very upset about that.
2: Grewick, garrick's going to show up and just kill everybody.
3: Oh,
4: please! Where it the was fuck Garrick at? the whole time.
2: Hashtag oh,
3: Garrick. Man. Wouldn't that be great? If they hit me, garricks Garrick. You yeah, guys sold it. They, they, they and tie up Michael Bolas to...
4: And yes. they pull his yep. mask off and it's yep. Garrick yep. the whole time. No, and he, no. And no. instead
2: of Grixis
0: he's saltai. No, 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 no. It's Garrick's gonna come in at the end and because and, bolus is the is the most dangerous game. Garrick is now the predator of the magic Gathering. Oh
4: shit, that's even better.
0: I know! <laughs> Why aren't you <laughs> writing the story it, for the yeah, part, yeah. <laughs> part G- of the story? G- G-
4: Garrick is Arnold.
0: Yes. Garrick is gonna... <laughs> <Yes. Get to laughs> the chopa. Oh
4: my god, that'd be way better than the M19 story I'm trying to read right now. Yes. Oh my god, it's yes. so bad.
3: Garrick is gonna planeswalk in with the immortal son and just drop it and be like, it's time to die, motherfuckers. Yes. <laughs> just, or he's gonna, on be on like a, just
1: a, gonna be carrying like a big ass soul bomb. Here you go, bitches. Yes.
3: <laughs>
0: they're, they're gonna reprint Copter and they're gonna print Garrick and he's gonna, it's literally gonna say on his flavor text, get to the chopper. <laughs> and Emmerichool is <laughs> just
3: last year. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh my Dude, God. If that so doesn't crazy.
4: happen, I'm quitting magic.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: you set the bar
0: way too high, John. I'm sorry. <laughs> what did I do? Um, all right. So it's time to round out to our, our last segment. And this is the segment that we. Uh, uh, Johnny calls this the cringiest of segments. Oh, no. Oh, yes. You know oh, what's no. coming. Well, it's time. It's time for Johnny Slivers to jump on the set very unprepared <laughs> to give us
2: his crystal ball. I don't even and know. And what cut. Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> that voice sounds like something out of an 80s movie. Like a creepy thriller. Like a no, not Vincent Price. White, no, white no, no, no. Keeper or something. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Borderline creep creeper. Just, just slightly. Very. Sounds you know. like
4: what I want to hear at night and my whispered in my whisper to my
0: ear. You're welcome. Oh, Eric Williamson life. says, "Get to the weatherlight." light.
2: Yes. <laughs> Get to the weatherlight. Oh, I feel so unprepared. Oh, what's good. what's the good one for you? Um. Oh, predictions. Oh. I don't know, let me see I think guild gates are going to actually do work in Commander and in Standard and people are going to be like what? Uh, but no, uh, if I want to make a prediction let's talk about Guilds of Radnica here um, I I, we we talked about Surveil, I think Surveil is actually going to do some work uh, Josh was covering down Enhanced Surveillance that at 2CMC I can see that doing work um, oh, yeah. for sure I think my number one pick, the the vicious rumors, I think that one, I think that's gonna bring eight rack in like bring it up a notch or do something. It's gonna eke it a little closer, and I think it's gonna be a factor to think about. And I think someone's going to figure out Tronless Tron. You know, all this Tron hate, everyone's like. Compla- I understand why people complain about Tron. I understand the whole like accelerated mana, why wizards n- will never print fractionally mana ever again and for good reason because it's sure. busted. But the Tron lands are the next speed mana that's also busted on top with the exception of like Simian spirit guide and elvish spirit guide. Like fast mana wizards doesn't want fast mana. So they printed all this hate for Tron. I think Tron players are going to get creative and start using Tron lands as bait and do some kind of hybrid Tronless list, Tron Eldrazi thing, weird thing. So I, you know, I say, keep it, keep an eye out for that. And then, oh, I don't know. What's the, uh, sell, sell all of your jank reserve list. Just get out of it. <laughs>
4: so i should sell my mox diamonds and no mox, no no
2: mox opals i said jank reserve list i'm talking pretty jank. Your are Ver- diamonds if you want to buy a
0: house yeah. you're reading
2: the wrong buy lists <laughs> 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 the, no 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 i'm talking i'm talking your purgatories your lifelines your bear war riders i'm sorry even with the commander bear war riders are not worth ten dollars my uh, demonic uh, attorneys aren't i should sell those oh, you pew. should you should use those as wedges for your wobbly table
0: what go home? You're drunk. I bought out
3: a <laughs> I bought out a Canadian store of mudslides. I only got <laughs> that's two. a good
2: one. That re- of fo- fog bank, what is it? No, uh ghostly prison in red. Sure, yeah, that works. That's good. But let um, the all the all the stuff that is just garbage rares that were fifty cents for the last two decades that are suddenly thirty dollars. Get out. Get out now. I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> That's my two cents. And then Kevin can tell me how I'm wrong because he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. So, there. Well, all right. I'm sorry. I, I, first I, I, of all, wasn't full of stronger predictions, but I'd say murderous or vicious rumors is definitely the common to look out for in Begills of Ravnica.
0: I, so, I drafted a that. Wasn't the one-two prowess, haste uh, from cons, that was a common, right? Monastery, Swiss Spearman, no, that, yes. that, that was uncommon.
2: That was uncommon, and that was when you wanted to go in heavy on. Like, I tried going on heavy on that one because I saw that and was like, that's it's $4 uncommon. Like, no whole, uh, no questions asked. When was the last time we had
0: a, a very, very crazy, as far as, like, monetarily speaking, common Shadow push?
2: Oh, commons. Commons? Yeah. Uh, I don't think commons really spike in price until they've rotated and they like become a, uh, like an eternal format staple of some kind. Like, Something like, like Brainstorm druid.
3: is what it Yeah, we're yeah. going to say Devoted Druid too.
2: Yeah, like some, I, I didn't see, I think of all the, I, when I peruse over these commons, I think Vicious Rumors is the strongest one out of this set. And it might end up being a dollar common, maybe not while it's in print, but once it rotates, I think I can see that going in all the eight rack decks for who, anybody who can't afford their Thought Seasons. That's your budget option.
0: Yeah, this might get eroded er, later on and kind of get bumped up into uncommon space. I was shocked, shocked that this was uh, oh yeah common.
2: And, and the fact that it's, doing, it's one mana and it's doing four things. You're gaining life, you're you're forcing them to pitch a card, mill a card, and lose life. It's it's doing everything you want for one mana in black. It's amazing. So yeah. I, it is kind of surprising that it's that common to do all that work because I think smallpox is that uncommon. And that's doing, I mean, it's hitting you at the same time. That's the other thing. It's not doing any of the harm to you. Like, they really, that was a lot of power. They packed into one black little swamp. That's insane. In, in this set, though,
0: it, it almost would have been kind of nice to have an asymmetrical because you do want to get things in the graveyard with surveil and undergrowth and 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 uh, jumpstart. So maybe that was a missed opportunity, but maybe that was what made it uncommon instead of, or it made it
2: common instead of uncommon. Probably, it, like yeah. if for if for one black, like the the only other card that did the surveil effect at one black was the um, there was a o three wall. That enter the battlefield and get a surveil one um like i said surveil is a is a really strong mechanic and when you can take that top card and just better than it, scry man yeah it's always going to be better than scry yeah. so i think uh i think yeah that's my that's my prediction uh, uh vicious rumors is going to be that little common that kind of sneaks up all over the place
0: what's the over under that that surveil gets evergreened
2: never
4: no never.
2: no never they'll never no. ever i can natural. see it
4: showing up again in the next two ravnica sets but after that no yeah
2: yeah
0: perfect
3: all right uh, yeah go ahead josh sorry oh, i, I was gonna say i really think that wizards i mean what the fuck do i know but i really think they're underestimating the power of surveil it seems super pushed like compared to all the other guild mechanics
0: it just kept coming too. who's a gift that really just does, kept yeah. giving it was insane. Yeah. It was like every spoiler. It's like, okay, that was the last good Surveil card. Okay, that was the last Demir card. <laughs> and they just kept coming. I'm like, oh my god, they really, really cared. Like, Surveil manners. Because I think it was just... It's the linchpin that makes Undergrowth and Jumpstart work, too. So it's just like, they wanted Surveil to be good. A, because I think it was a it was a sorry for Demir up until this point. But it also is going to be... A very salty and very um grixis heavy standard, and, and I think this is how you do it though, because I think they gave the tools enough tools to where you're gonna have a good Naya Blitz deck going forward, which that that's how they did in RTR, just like you had um you had Abzan Reanimator back then, but I think this time around is gonna be salty reanimator with that uh well, with the mid range deck being. Kind of Grixis or somewhat control. They love their Ravnica, very spread out and, and representing all types of player bases, which I think they just absolutely nailed it this time. So we've unfortunately uh, run out of time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's go around the horn. Coach, where can everyone find you? Everyone can find me on uh,
1: the YouTube channel, The Car Bazaar. And you can also find me on uh, Twitter at The Car Bazaar CC. And uh, for you guys that are kind of wondering what I'm going to be doing, uh, I just released the top 100 video series uh, for the top performing cards. You can find it on Reddit. You can find it on Reddit. (laughs) Um, You can also, what I'm doing next, since we're in Ravnica, is that since we stop at Ravnica City of Guilds in Car Anthology, I'm working on Guild Pack.
3: Oh, shit. Mm, we'll go to this guild pack
1: and then go to Dissension. And then we'll probably do another stats video.
0: Nice. Awesome. Mr. Johnny Slivers, where can the good kids find you, sir?
2: You can find me on the Twitters, at Johnny Slivers. And you can also find me at Cardsphere, the blog spot, wherever that's at. So go to Cardsphere. You can find me there. And um, you can find me here at 10th Street. So, yeah, there I am. You cannot find you on Reddit for another what
0: four days? <laughs> Not until Sunday.
2: I'll be back on Reddit. I'll be allowed to make comment on Sunday. At, <laughs> at what ten? I think it's after ten p.m. They're, they've got really. Imp- they've got stopwatches on that site. They really keep track. Do Do they ban your IP or just your account? Just the account. Uh, and I honestly don't care. <laughs> You <laughs> should, should continually make new accounts and just shit every. Oh, no, they'll ban
4: your IP if they recognize you're the same. Yeah,
2: person, they they even in they that was in the statements it's like, and if all, if you go around this by making a new account, we'll just outright ban you from Reddit. Period. Uh, yeah, someone played that game and they figured it out.
0: You 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 could tell that Reddit really surveils the people that post. Mm.
2: Mm. Oh, but I'm.
0: Oh pew. <laughs> our special guest, our special honorary hooligan tonight, Mr. The Majesty himself, King of Jake, Josh. Thank you hello, so much hello, for coming on, dude.
3: Hello, hello, hello. You can find me at the YouTube channel, King of Jank and on Twitter at King underscore of underscore Jank. I don't have Instagram. I don't have Facebook. Um, that's just a privacy choice. And I'm sorry <laughs> if I've been uh, a little dull tonight. Um, I've been tired, but I can't use that excuse because Coach beat me
0: to it. So. <laughs>
3: no, I, I get it, man. It's it's been a long day. <laughs> yeah,
1: it has been.
0: As a, a nice segue, as Zuby says, Coach, it's not about you. It's not about me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> take one for the team, guys.
0: And uh, man, uh, uh, our unexpected guest tonight, Mister Ma- Magic with Zuby. What, like? Who thought that you were coming on here? Where can everyone find you?
4: Um, everybody can find magic with Zuby on facebook.com slash magic with Zuby, on Twitter at magic with Zuby, on Instagram at magic underscore with underscore Zuby. You can email me with any questions you have at 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 gmail.com. The podcast can be found on iTunes, Google play stitcher and TuneIn radio on and on YouTube and just search for magic with Zuby on there. Um, I do want to say, um, I do apologize for not showing up for the past couple episodes. As you may know, if you follow me on Twitter, I've been going through something, an extremely personal event in my life, especially something that's been happening since the beginning of this year. And it's just sort of taken a big toll on me. And I, sorry for all you guys for not showing up and all that, but I just want to thank everybody. And I appreciate all the well wishes that everyone's reached out to, to me about and all that. And I can't thank everybody enough for just reaching out and, you know, Just chatting with me and all that, so thanks everybody.
0: Oh God, absolutely, man! Like I said, no matter what, uh, you always have a spot at the table uh, because you're you're, just—I mean, you're you're Zuby, man. You're you're just incredible. (laughs) But uh, you can find me at uh, or John. My name is John. Uh, You can find me at Orzoff Dunn on Twitter and Reddit. Uh, That was a theme earlier. Uh, You could also find me on the Facebooks. Also, if you're so inclined, at John Dunning. Oh, man, for Coach Johnny, Josh, Zuby, that was a lot of names. This is 10th Street Hooligans. Oi, oi. We'll see you next time.